Hey, this is Matt Spiegel, and on my podcast, The PBP, Voices of Baseball, we learn how the best broadcasters in the game, like the Reds' John Sadak, try to capture the greatness of the best players, like Ellie Dela Cruz. He's a video game character. I mean, he is so athletic, and I think each moment is its own living entity, and I try to just match whatever that moment is. The PBP, Voices of Baseball. We bring you the people who bring you the game. Find us on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Peter King, in his Football Morning in America column, said, you know how unrealistic it is to think that Sean Watson's going to come in, A, be good, B, run the table. And he said, but, you know, there's a chance. And that's what happened yesterday. By beating Tampa Bay, you've given a six-game stretch a chance. You would have to think, Andy, that with anybody on the Browns roster playing quarterback, they could go beat Houston. I don't mean any disrespect. Houston wants that number one pick, apparently, and they're well on their way. And then it gets interesting. Bengals-Ravens. Okay? You you win those two games, no reason you can't beat the Saints. They're not very good. They didn't score yesterday. Commanders, and they're better than you think. Steelers, we'll see. But there's life. Larry's in Cleveland. Hi, Larry. Welcome to a Browns Hey, Monday. Hey, guys. Thank you. We needed that win, man. We did. Man, because one thing for sure, uh, we try to, uh, man, they got to stay ready. And most of all, we also have to, uh, man, sit together. I, I hope that uh, the best, man, he got to open up that offense, quit doing that, chin, that tool and out uh, pattern, because that's breaking us to chemistry. If he can open it up like 15 yards and, and let the receivers fill themselves more, they can we go out of the field, we be more progress, and that you know, and if we can uh, close it out, that we have more scoring opportunities. Go long, because we got nothing to lose. One thing sure, man, we can get it. We can stay in the game, but we also got. I hope the leaders can step everybody up. Just to take this is time. We stay hot, man. I'm glad we won the game. We we needed it for ourselves, and most of all for the city of Cleveland. Because most of all, man, we're going. We just got to stay motivated. Take that out of your show. All right, Larry, thank you very much. The city of Cleveland needed to be four and seven. <laughs> you know, hey, I, 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 I want to slap you for this. Why? You said it on the, you said it on our little call this morning. Our calls are so much fun in the morning. Yeah. Andy just said the Jets game's gonna come back. We, yeah, we know. We know. It is the ghost. <laughs> That Jets game is the ghost on the entire season. There's the Falcons game too, though. The Jets, the Jets game is the, worse. Yeah, well, the Jets it's game. Worse. Yeah, the Jets game. You hung. You, you had a hold of a victory, and you you lifted the lid on the toilet and you just dropped it right in and flushed it away. That's what you did in the Jets know, that, game. That Chargers game hurt too. That, see, I mean, Brandon Staley tried to let you win that game. Exactly. Yeah, you know why? Because he's a Browns fan. I don't know. The Jets game to me just stings harder than the other ones. Well, the Jets game was perhaps the. Worst giving away of a football game I've ever actually witnessed myself. And the Falcons game, it was like, um, hello, they would like you to win this game, please. The Falcons would like you to win this game. Could you do something, please? Hello. Wait, let's not be negative today. Done. We're done. We're not going to talk about the Jets. We're not going to talk about New England. I, wanna, I want to. We're not going to talk about We're, we're just going to talk about all the good so things. So you could really be 7-4 and four quite easily. Okay. Instead, you're 4-7. and seven. <laughs> 
I could Bill's also be a Parma. multi-millionaire. Bill, Mahomes had hey. only one touchdown pass yesterday. Hey, you guys. Good morning. Hi, hey. Great program. Great program. Thanks. Uh, no hey, no hey, ripping hey. the Buckeyes on this phone call. I heard you're, you, oh, no, you I, scathed I them the other day. You I, I can't. Up and I can't. Okay, uh, but, but I will. Um, I know you will. Andy, yeah. my wife is all ears about this electrical problem. Oh, good. And she called me just a few minutes ago, and, and uh, she said, try the circuit breaker. I said, Andy's already tried that. And uh, she said, well, she'll try to come up with something else for you. <laughs> you know what but, I didn't uh, do? I didn't turn the breaker off and then back on. Maybe I should try that. I didn't think about all right, that. I, I was in a hurry this morning. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's sad that you're having the problem. I want you. Well, to- I, I, it's the hair. It's not really the, the hair dryer or the or the or it's the product. <laughs> it's the hair hands. that costs it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Bill, but he, product but and the, hair dryer. That's all you need to know. That's all you need, man. <laughs> yeah. That's who I am, baby. That's it. That's life right there. That, that's life in a, in a nutshell. Um, I'm still confused with the Browns. I'm glad they won yesterday. I still think they have a chance. You betcha. But I'm still confused about going down the field, scoring a touchdown, three whole quarters, nothing, basically, and then at the very end. I mean – if you can script it, and I'm being honest here, if you can script it at the beginning, you would think you could be able to script it during the middle of the game at certain places. And yes. I'm just a little bit confused about or, that. Or, Bill, if you're smart enough to figure out what will work early. Yeah. How can you not figure out what's going on during the game? Uh, you know, I am mystified by this because, I, you know, there's no doubt Stefanski is a good coach, and there's no doubt he's a smart guy. I, I'm – perplexed by that but my last statement is a little bit about ohio state and that is what i see is again again people say well you know you're you're bashing ohio state i'm not what i see is a team that plays under their ability against teams that are not very good the whole season then they get into a game that there is some pressure on it and a lot of their players correct me if i'm wrong are really geared to play about two and a half quarters because they can, you know, get rid of Indiana in a heartbeat. And then they get into a game in which there's a little bit of push and pull, and there's only one usually a season for them. And and on Saturday, Michigan was without their running back, uh, second running back with a broken arm, hand, whatever it is, and the quarterback was a 50% quarterback through the season. And they just collapsed. And – I thought they hired a defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State that was going to change all this. I saw no change. And then on the deep passes, the defensive backs were abysmal. All right, Bill, I mean, it's a Browns Therapy Monday, and oh, we're all happy. Bill, let's Sorry. do this tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow about all this Ohio State okay, stuff. Okay, that's fair. I'm in. Thanks. I'm in. I all heard right, his phone call the other day, and I was like, oh, Bill, come on, man. You're really going down that road? Yeah, apparently he is. Bears in Mogador. Hello, Bear. Bear! Hey, man. How's it going, man? You are. Shout out to Mikey at the drive-thru. Yeah, hi, Mikey. Mikey at the drive-thru. What's up, Mikey? Super fan he is, right? What's Mikey serving, Bear? Hang on. What's he serving? The drive-thru. My guess is Pop. Is it a coffee drive-thru? Is it a fast food restaurant? What is it? No, 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 no. It's a beer drive-thru. Oh, beer drive-thru. Good enough, man. All right, sweet. (laughs) In Mogador? Yep, yep. All right, Mikey. You're the man, Mikey. Thank you. You and Bear. Yep. One thing I have to say, right, is yesterday's game shows uh, us some things, right? One of the things is the inability to make adjustments at the half, right? So we went three quarters with nothing, right? So, and then, of course, you know, Tom Brady, he's wore out, right? And they was missing some of their people. So, 
we won, and that's all that counts, right? Right. It's all that matters. Yeah, exactly, right? So now we actually have a shot because we're, what, two games out of first place? Oh, I wouldn't say oh, I'm not worried about it that way. Uh, Percentage-wise, you're not dead yet. According to 538, we have a 7% chance of making the playoffs right now, but that's yeah, without all the variables. My computer said nine, right? But here's the deal, right? So, you know, <laughs> what we got to do right here is, is, is man up and go forward. I don't know if we can, right? And I just hope that they don't beat up Deshaun Watson like they've done every other quarterback that's come along, you know, Brady Quinn, yeah, on and on and on and on and on, right? So I think uh, Stefanski has an issue with making adjustments in the second half. It looks right? like he and has the, an, uh, issues making adjustments after the opening drive, Bear. Yeah, man, I know, but, you know, you got to give a little bit of room there. I get, I'm going to give him a little bit of room, but you know what? He doesn't make adjustments at the second half, and we have an awesome team, right, with a lot of talent. Right and and Woods, I don't know, man. Really, uh, the yeah, they played well. Played. The defense played well yesterday, Bear. They did. Yeah, they, they did, did a nice right? job. And so with it, I would say, I think it's individual. I think they're not behind our current quarterback, right? I think that they give up, oh. right? And I think that's a bum rap. All right, Bear. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the phone call. Ryan's in Vegas. Hello, Ryan. Andy Jeff. I find that both you guys, gentlemen. Thank you. Um, was in, yes, sir. Hey, uh, the Browns victory on uh, Monday. I tell you, man, I was at both games, Ohio State game and Browns game yesterday. And, man, it was bittersweet. Obviously, the, the team up north just really got into us. But, again, we left on a good note, obviously, with the Browns winning an OT. Uh, and compilation prizes, we still have that glimmer of hope. Like, obviously, you guys keep talking about the previous caller said, uh, maybe 9% chance getting the playoffs. Hey, when there's a will, there's a way, right? And I tell you, um, on top of that, we got another great consolation prize, a guy who's going to be there for four years plus the six games this year. Uh, I mean, man, optimism is, is off the uh, off the charts right now, obviously. Is it too little too late for this season in particular? We will find out. But the good news is, man, we got a team next week. We should dominate. Deshaun can get his bearings straight, you know, with all the cobwebs being on him. But again, man, that game yesterday just, just came down to the wire, obviously. We hate that, but we love the victories, um, the goods, the bads, the uglies yesterday. Uh, I, I tell you, I just said there was some type of rhythm getting going, and it's it's almost uh, a little irrelevant, obviously, with our quarterback changing up now, what type of chemistry will now be evolved. Uh, I think there's more of a confidence a hype going into next week and the weeks after, obviously. But again, man, this is all good good things moving forward. We got the W yesterday, and that's all that matters. And the consolation prize, which I alluded to, which is four years and the rest of this season with a guy by the name of Deshaun Watson. Can't wait. But hey, guys, great show as always. Thanks, Tim Nicole. All right, Ryan. Thank you very much. Josh Jacobs, Ryan by the way, out in Vegas with a cool touchdown run. Nice. Woo! Did you see that? Like 85 <laughs> yards in overtime to win it. That's all it takes. That was pretty good. The one play. In Seattle, though. You're one play away. Well, that's that's what they say. Coming up at uh, 1 o'clock, our buddy Scott Petrack. Excuse me, 11 o'clock, Scott Petrack, Kevin Stefanski. Coming up at 12, about 12.20, we think. Jim's in Strongsville. Jim, got about a minute, buddy. Hey, guys. I just, no offense to Bear and Bill, but look, <laughs> I'm not going to nitpick the game yesterday. That was probably the best game they've played in two years. Hard the to argue. played really well. The offense came through when they need to with, with big clutch runs and big clutch catches. I'm not going to go back and nitpick here and there because, guys, we could do, we had seven games to do that where they were horrible. I just I can't 
I look at this game as a great jumping off point because, for the love of God, you got Deshaun Watson coming back. You got a defense that looks like it might finally have it together. If you want to get negative, my only negative would be it looks like the Browns' defensive backfield, especially with the backups, AJ, AJ Green and uh, some of the other guys in there, actually were in the spots they were supposed to be in. They actually executed the defense the way it should be executed. And that makes me kind of scratch my head that maybe this, I don't want to, Joe Woods is probably fired, but. Maybe it isn't all him. Maybe some of these guys really can't just get it. So, otherwise, yeah, be happy. Go into Houston, get another win, have a little hope. Everybody, let's, you know, we're heading into the holiday season. Let's be happy. We don't need to be miserable. Miserable's for other people. Yes, Jim. There you go. Yes, Jim. Yes. Well done. That makes me want to go party and strong right now. Pet track coming up at 11 o'clock. Peter King, interesting words about Jacoby Brissett. They're up next here on Baskin and Phelps. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to wake up in the morning and think they have a chance. They need help. I mean, obviously, well, sure. but it's just like, you know, it's better than being dead today. Right. I mean, imagine they'd have been, they'd have been done. I was already depressed on Sunday after Ohio state. Still, I'm still a little depressed I mean, about that. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's okay. Nine and eight probably doesn't get you into the playoffs. Maybe one nine and eight. I, you know what, Jeff? In. I was convinced that, of that before because of 17 games, but because the Steelers, were able to get in last year. Again, I think you need to keep your eye on on Baltimore and Cincinnati. That's that's. I mean, really, yeah. that's what you need to be watching. Well, and the Patriots, or excuse me, the Patriots, the Bucks are in first place and they're under five hundred. Right, but that's not our situation. No, and so, but I, again, situation. you're sitting there every week, just like you would normally, rooting against the Ravens and rooting against the Bengals. That's really what you need to do. Keep hope that we win and they lose. That's all there is to it, and that way you can keep a little faith, I guess. Peter King writes his Football Morning in America. Um, what's the best word for it? For Bible. Peter King's? Uh, it's, it's just a huge it's great. piece. Yeah it's, yeah, it's always fun to read. He summed up, and he was writing about Deshaun Watson's return. Uh, he said, the Browns are 4-7. and seven. They've lost six of their last eight, but the return of Deshaun Watson gives them a prayer that if he hits the ground running, they could be a factor. Okay, maybe. He summed up Jacoby Brissett this way. I think it's accurate. I think it's fair. He said, Brissett's been an excellent leader and an okay player. Agree. I, I, think I agree with that. I think that's fair. Now, would he have had a chance to be a, a extremely good or better then? Yeah, they just – he would have needed to pull off one of the early season chances to win late in the game. Yeah. If that would have happened, then it would have taken it to a different level. Mm -hmm. I still think he made a lot of money. I enjoyed his press conference yesterday, although it wasn't for the kids. And But made Menigan pop a blood vessel. That's because he's in charge of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. That's why they give you the big bucks, my friend. The big bucks. But you know. Thank you. I, I think I think okay player. I would like to say I really would. I would like to say that he's been better than okay, Andy. But quarterbacks aren't completely judged by their record, but they probably have more judgment thrown on them by a team's record than any, any other position. Which, if you think about it, sometimes isn't fair. Because if uh, no, your defense it, it stinks or your special right. teams is brutal. But would you agree with that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. The, the one player who gets tagged with a record more than anybody is the quarterback. And the coach. That's and, nice. Well, it's the coach, coach, absolutely. But from a player standpoint, I would say it's the quarterback. And even if they had pulled out one game, and they were five and six. 
you would think that would give you a puncher's chance of really getting in. Not not that they can't. You know, we, we already – I don't want to play the schedule game, as the kids say. but Is that really what kids say? They do. Okay. Uh, we ran through the six teams that, that are ahead. There's not one team there you can't beat. I mean, it's it's feasible. I expect them to be competitive in every one of these games. I expect Deshaun Watson to be super rusty on Sunday. I would agree with that. It's let me let me finish this point. It's feasible that they win all six of those games. If you watched the way this team played in the first eleven games, there's no way they win six straight games. If they win all six games, then Deshaun Watson was worth every penny. That's fair. If they can win all six games, at least for this season. Now, I'm not. I'm talking about as a football player. I'm not talking about the aggravation on the outside stories. But what I am saying is, as a football player, he would be worth it to win six straight if they could do that. Again, the, we're yeah. way ahead of ourselves. You know, I'm going to go Kevin Stefanski. I'm just worried about Houston. You should be. Yeah. Kevin's going to speak at 12:30. It's now uh, confirmed from the Browns. You'll hear it right here on The Fan. I have another Kevin point that I was actually happy about. You want me to bring it up now? Or you want oh, to do say? I ever. Go ahead. The, the fact that he, like there were some fans that would have liked to have seen him go for two after the Ninjoku catch yeah. to seal the deal. Man, was that a great play. I'm glad that they just kicked the extra point at that point. And you know why I'm glad? Because of what Kevin Stefanski said after the game. And he said it was funny, wasn't it? But he was super like that's probably the most genuine I've heard him all year. Yeah. And for him to turn around and say, "Why do we actually have that cut?" I see him working diligently. Um, the the point was made. Oh, here it is. Let him say it. I did. You know, I I just I didn't love our two point play. I'll be honest, and I designed it, so blame me. But I just felt like it, with those body blows going back and forth, kind of liked where we were on on defense. Uh, felt like it was the right thing to take it to overtime. That was the most non-analytic thing that was said would, all season long. He went with his gut. Yes. His gut told him, yeah, I don't like the way this feels for this play. It wasn't necessarily the play. It was the play in that situation, Andy. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I thought, dude went with his gut. I don't mind that. I was, I, like, when he said that, I was like, all right, Kev. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. And, and when he said, I designed the play and I didn't feel good about it, even better. Yeah, and and but again, it's in context. Yeah, he didn't like the play in that situation, the way the game had been going. In other words, he let the game dictate what he was thinking. Thank you, thank you. It, it, hey, hey, let me throw this out. Sure. Yesterday, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Baltimore. Ravens. Yep. Doug Peterson said after the game, "I didn't like our two point play." He hmm. said the same thing Kevin said. Wow. And he said, I, di I didn't like it. He went for it because his offense came over to the side and said, let's do this. Let's go. We're ready. Let's go. And his offense convinced him to do it. And his two-point play that he had drawn up was for Travis Etienne, who was out of the game with an injury. And he went, okay, what do we do here? And he said, Zay Jones has been hot. He's had a great game. Let's run the Zay, the Zay Jones play. And they did, and it worked. And he said Trevor Lawrence came over to him afterwards, the quarterback, and said, thank you for believing me in me in that situation. And, you know, so that's a coach who let his players – That's and that to me is good too, Andy. You go for it. Remember, he's the same guy who in the Super Bowl, Nick Foles said, Billy Special? And he said, yeah, let's do it. 
You know, and yeah, and that I love a coach who has the, believes in his players, believes in his players, and also believes in himself. Yeah, you know, Kevin believed in himself. You know what? The way this game feels, I don't want to go for two right here. Good for Kevin. So here's another point that I thought at the end of the game yesterday. They're down 17-10. Yeah. They've got the ball. How much time was left? Three, something? Something like that. Right? It was it was on the other side of the two-minute warning. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, and I think I think I said this to Jamel as we were watching the game yesterday. Jamel White, former Browns running back. So I said to him, I go, look, why don't they just take the playbook and run the first 15 scripted plays that they do to start the game? That always seems to work. I think they got the ball back at think Andy was uh, like 204. Okay, so 204. I knew yeah. it was on the other side of the two-minute yeah. warning. So why not run the same 15 plays that you would have run in the beginning of the game down seven with three timeouts, depending on how many runs you had in there. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I had a little bit of confidence in them at that point. And then I also think Nick Chubb said, give me the ball, I'll get us down the field. And then Amari Cooper made that great – I mean, that was in overtime. But I, I mean, I just – I. There were a lot of heroes in yesterday's game, but it's so weird. Like, they wouldn't be heroes if David Njoku doesn't stick his left arm up there and make that catch, right? That it is, it, it, that's most, what a yeah. fine line things are in the NFL and the way we perceive everything that we watch. Yeah. When you combine the caliber of the catch with the situation, it's as fine of a catch as you'll ever, ever see from a Browns player. Bradley's in Cleveland. Hi, Bradley. Bradley! Hey there. How's it going? What's well, up? Doing well. So, uh, you know, a lot of times I might want to call in to rant, but I, I just want to say good to see a team follow the staff, right? The Browns win when Chubb has 20 carries or more, and we won. Chubb had 20 carries. One one question I'm curious of you guys, uh, your guys' thoughts. When Deshaun comes back, how do you imagine the run game might change? Like, do you imagine any quarterback reads? Do you imagine – more or less Chubb, since Deshaun is also much more mobile than Brissett. Oh, uh, yeah, curious of your thoughts on that moving uh, forward. Uh, that's purely my, my thoughts is that we now have a quarterback that can move Thank you, out of the pocket and can do some things that we weren't able to see all season. More long. so than Jacoby, certainly. And I do think that'll free things up uh, for Nick and for Kareem because now defenses have to worry about a quarterback that can run. They uh, like Think about what we had yesterday. There was no way Tom Brady was running. Except for maybe on a short, you know, yeah. third or fourth and one or two. Okay, that's about it. So when you get into this situation, you now have a quarterback that's mobile, and now that it's multiple threat uh, for a defense to have to look at the Browns and go, "Oh uh, man, if we, uh, whew, all right, what's the lesser of the the evils here when I'm calling a blitz or I'm calling, you know, yeah. whatever we're doing on defense?" I I'm curious to see what the offense looks like. I would think that there's more play action stuff. I would think there might be some run-pass option things. I, I would say you don't want to get him hurt by, you know, in his first game back doing a lot of run-pass option stuff. But guess what? That's why you, you signed the guy. It's one of his skills, uh, along with being a, an outstanding passer of the football. I wonder if routes change. You know, I, I'm real curious to see what it looks like with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Can we give Anthony Schwartz a little credit for yesterday, too? Uh, can I give Jacoby Brissett credit for the downfield block that sprung him? Yes. Wow. That was that was beautiful. Schwartz did a great job. No no 
certainly and caught a pass and caught a pass 17 yards yeah so we're giddy hello the guy made welcome to the nfl we're giddy that the guy ran into the end zone when he had two blockers downfield on two defenders and then he caught a pass maybe it's a step in the right direction scott petrak covers the browns for the chronicle telegram brownzone.com he's next here on basket and phelps